Welcome back, Pungra Heads. It is a very sad moment in Punjabi music history. We've lost one of the most renowned, versatile, and talented singers of his generation, and probably in all of Punjabi music history. And most importantly, a humble human being, someone who came out on the top during a period where talents such as Surinder Shinda, Kuli Manik, Chamkila, Muhammad Sadiq, Gurdasman were ruling the charts. The late and great Sardul Sikandarji, also known to be the king of Punjabi sad songs, sadly passed away due to health complications arising from COVID. We, as fans and listeners of his great music, offer our condolences to the Sardul Sikandar family and anyone who was near and dear to him. We will never have another Sardul Sikandar again. And he says it in an interview that you can educate yourself to become a judge, you can educate yourself to become a lawyer, and even a pilot. But you can't educate yourself to become a great singer because the one thing in common that all great singers have is that you not only have to have a God-given talent, but also you need to have the ability to touch people's hearts. And the reason why he was named Sikandar, which means to rule, ruler of the world. He was put on this earth to rule people's hearts and therefore the reason why this news hit so close home. So this is not the way we had planned to introduce our tribute series, which were going to be episodes that were going to be dedicated to great singers and producers throughout the history of Punjabi music. It is only fitting that we begin the series today in remembrance and celebration of the illustrious career of Sardul Sikandar, who has about 27 plus albums that we know of at least to his name. So guys? Yeah, guys um, I just want to say I just want to say rest in peace to a legend. Um he seemed like he was such a genuine guy, you know, like he was Truly. a very down to earth type of guy you can see in his interviews. Um recently Jazz Tommy was on the dip show. He was talking about how it was the first time he met Sardul, right? Yeah. He was talking about like how usually an artist of his status would be like um patronizing, you know, like yeah. Oh, you're not you're not anything, right? Like yeah. I'm a legend, and you're nothing. Yeah, and they would imply that with different ways, right? And um, he's like, when I met Sadul, he never treated me as that was the case. Even though he was right. a legend, he treated me like I was equal as him, right? He was like, um, any song that I liked, he sang it for me. Sat there for eight hours just singing tracks, sharing stories, sharing how like his techniques and what he like his life was like, right? Yeah. Um, he was like, um. Just told me it was like he knew I was a fan of his and he knew what it felt like to be a fan of someone. So he's like he wanted to reciprocate that for Just Tommy itself. So I mean that just speaks to how great of a guy he was. And in this industry, you don't really meet people that are very genuine and down to earth like him. Truly so rest man. in peace. This is well said. Um also like Sadhu Skunder, man, like he what hasn't he done, right? Throughout his whole career. Um, I mean, in the likes of Kirtin, he's done Guzzles, he's done you know Punjabi music like like Punjabi folk he's done everything man like a very versatile um artist that he was obviously like Gary said very humble too he never like you know belittled anyone um it kind of speaks volumes yeah um I just want to say probably because he was more popular when I was growing up like in the 90s right um yeah. late 80s 
I mean, his music used to be uh, every single wedding. Basically, you would hear like Mitrani like those kinds of songs. Yeah, and he's so uh, he's so impactful. I feel to Punjabi music and especially his partnership with Janji Dujja. Yeah, but um, I was I was listening to a segment and he was talking about how like music is so connected to like the soul and spirituality. I feel like he was also a very spiritual guy. Yeah. I mean, there was one segment where he's saying, like, when he used to do Riyaz, he, he went in his um, in his koti, and he has, like, a, a really big garden. He has, like, all these animals, and they would actually come around and, like, come to listen to him. Yeah. Because he's, like, music is the one thing that, like, even, a de- like, a deaf person would appreciate or, like, um, a mute person would appreciate to mm-hmm. say, like, this is the one thing that I can relate to. And he's, like, even animals can relate to music. Like you hear people like in Japan, they they make cows listen to music so their their yeah. like <laughs> taste better, right? But like, that's the level of I don't even know what to say. Like spirituality or connectedness he had with music, and I think that really shone through. Like, obviously in his music, yeah. Um, and you could see, and then, you, could, you could also see that through like how many yeah. people came to his funeral, like how how many people actually came together yeah. to like celebrate his life, yeah. right? Just and, you know, like, artists such as, like, Babu Man. I don't think I've seen Babu Man ever cry. Yeah. Like, ever since he's started singing. He's a hard guy. <laughs> so he's like, yeah, he's a very hard guy to crack. And he just goes on to tell you the impact he had. I remember uh, watching one of Sardu Sikandar's interviews, and in it, he says, Yeah, So, the fact that he, he sees himself as someone... He wants to help rather than be called an artist yeah. of, you know, his magnitude. It just Serving the Punjabi language. Yeah. yeah. One other story that really stuck with me was like, not a story, it's it real, his life. But he's like, we were so poor that we didn't even have a struggle. Because in order to have a struggle so in India, need you, you needed some money. Yeah. He's like, we couldn't even have a struggle because there was nothing, like, they had nothing to their name. Yeah. And I mean, to come from that to what he was, um, I mean, he even had like a place here in in Canada, right? I think someone we knew went to school with one of his kids or something like that. But like, and I think his still journey, so humble. Yeah. And, he, and, the, and all of that that he has, he was still so humble. So I feel like it's truly like a really great person that we lost. And not even that. It's just like um, all our parents... Like, I can speak for our parents when I say, like, my mom and my dad, every night when they get the time, they're on YouTube looking at his old videos, his interviews, and, like, they can't get him out of their minds, right? Because it's just, he touched everybody's hearts. It wasn't only just music musicians, it was, like, a lot of people. It's been more than a week now, and they still, they're still looking at videos, and sometimes we're looking at stuff, and they're like, oh, did you find something new? Quite honestly, I've been listening to just Sardus Kondo ever since, man. I just can't get over it, man. It's very hard to get over it. It's just, like... We do appreciate him a lot, but it's like you don't get the true value of someone until they're gone. That's you that's the I mean? sad truth, man. It is the sad really truth because it's like you knew he was a legend beforehand, yeah. but you don't pay that much attention I mean, until someone's like, gone. And like we actually mentioned him like a couple of episodes ago, exactly. how good of a job he did in, in the prophecy track. track, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and like I mean, we mentioned yeah. it just like there, like how he's a legend, like yo, how good of a job he did in that song. It's it's crazy, man. Yeah. And I think prophecy was talking about. Yeah, like a few weeks ago, Prophecy yeah. was on the Dip Show, which is, um, like, it's amazing. They were talking about how Sardouskandar helped him on that track. He didn't just, like, do his vocals and leave. He he even gave Prophecy tips on, like, 
how he should do his vocals and he was very invested in the song even though he was featuring only for like a verse or two verses right yeah it just again speaks to the the quality person that he was and the sad thing was like i was listening to that episode from uh, the dip show like after um sudhuskandar passed away because i actually missed it and I, i had to go catch up but like they were talking about sudhuskandar before him passing away and even the way they talked about him then like it's it's the same uh, same way we talk about him now like it, yeah. it's not that he's passed away and now people are you know um and it's revering so, him it's because he was actually that yeah. great and it's so funny how just when he reminded us how great of a singer he is with the um, the mala track the the prophecy track you know he passed away just yeah. like a couple weeks later you know what makes me sad it's like he had a lot of strength cuz um master slim was by his bedside yeah. he was by him when um he passed away and the whole time he was talking about it. he's like yo don't worry about nikna patho ab album puri karni hai bas to bas mainu hue ke bas mainu better hon de pav album puri karunga yeah. and it's just like like a man at that yeah. point it's just like yo he had, he had also made a promise to babuman too cuz babuman wanted i think babuman was going to do something with sardu sakande and it just this is left undone it just cut yeah. short man um and even like just want to share like a small um well not a story but um his son alop also um yeah. i wanted like my our prayers are with the family um i'm renuti ji alop sarang everybody uh so i was actually listening to alop um his interview um yeah. he was mentioning how like his his last moments right everybody was just alongside his his uh his bed and like they're just all laughing you know he was also laughing and uh he mentioned how like his last words right before he passed away was that you know, like he said i love you to uh, a lot uh skandar right and shit man that that hit me like i had to stop the video and just like you know gather myself and and, and also love you to add on to that um the way and in in the interviews that a lot um he's talking the way he's handling the whole thing yo and like, like mad props to him yeah. man you got you have to applaud this guy he's mm-hmm. handling it with humility and just rather than being being down he's actually celebrating his father's life yeah. which is the right thing to do but it's still hard cuz if you speak for sure when we're speaking about his character again it comes into play that like hey like he probably knew that this was this was the end Yeah. And even though he knew that this was the end, he still he was a stronger guy. He was the one saying yeah. like, "Yo, I love you. Like it's okay. Don't worry." Right? Like at that point, I don't know about you guys, but like if you're in that position, it's more like you're sad because you're like, "Yo, you don't want to obviously leave, right?" Yeah, but really having that much strength, saying like you're being confident, it's just like, "Fuck, man." Yeah, I mean, it's a sad time, but I think uh, we'd be remiss if we didn't actually like celebrate his career as well. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, what an amazing career. over 40 years. So this is what we'll do guys. We will remember him today and we will start from his humble beginnings and work our way up and how he made his way to stardom. Shall we get started? Yep. Still. So guys, I just want to put a disclaimer out there and let people know that anything that we say in this episode has either come out of um a Sardu Sekandar interview or choose course it. <laughs> or anyone that was close to him. We should start a game of like how many how many episodes we say true school. <laughs> Yo, all of them now, all of them. <laughs> yeah. But um 
Just to start off, um, Sardul Sikandar, born to Sagar Mastana, a well-known tabla player of his time, who came up with this unique way of using thin bamboo sticks to play tabla, and who was also an acquaintance of Amr Nuri's father, who was also a singer. Um, Sardul came from a musical li- lineage, as, a singing, as singing was part of his family for generations. Um, while growing up in poverty, he lost his father, Sagamistana, at a very early age, at the age of five. In one interview, he recounts that that their living conditions were like so poor that they, they couldn't even struggle because to even struggle, you need some money. And it's like, like what Ladi said, and at that time, didn't had any, right? And so like he started off doing Kirtan and spent years of struggling and you know also got a chance to record his uh his first cassette with there was a, there was a cool story where he's like yo we had to kind of hustle like to get even like to a recording studio so he used to take yeah. this free bus that carried like newspapers to delhi yeah just so he could get to delhi because he couldn't cover the fare yeah times for, were tough that. that's i that's mean crazy. that's real man that's dedication yeah yeah and in, in an interview he says that um Jaswant Bamra was his chachi that his first cassette he recorded for. I think it was called Shadian de Hotel Te. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it came back in 1983. And um, it was unsuccessful it was and something that he has refrained from mentioning in the past because he really recorded it out of excitement of just getting the opportunity to sing. And when it came along, he wasn't going just to he wasn't just going to pass on it right yeah and so there wasn't much publicity around the ep at that time because there were five big artists at that time that got all the spotlight and i don't know if you guys may know but he also remained a background singer for his uh, his own brother you guys know gumdur gumdur no, singh i didn't i didn't know that Never. honestly my my dad mentioned him before but he was like it was weird how sadu got more famous than his brother because he th- he he actually heard him and he's yeah. like, he was a really good vocalist too but yeah yeah i haven't personally heard him is his brother still here today uh i i think sardu was the youngest so i'm not sure if his, his older like he had two brothers i believe they both are, they both were very talented mm-hmm. but uh sardu just was more talented i guess yeah you know and um so basically music wasn't just in their their livelihood it was their way of life you know it was in their family in the blood yeah and around that time in bollywood industry there was like a like a really big it was really big like impersonations and there's there was a lot of mimicry going on at that time and no one was doing it in the punjabi industry so sardul came out with this act of imitating all these great singers at that time and um, since he was a frequent at these big singers' houses, whenever he would go to Monik's house, Monik would be like, Oh, Mariji, Shindidi was Jagai. Right? And whenever he would go to Surinder Shinda's house, he would say, Oh, Mariji, Monik Saudi was Jagai. And so he, he became really popular amongst these big names and for being able to make them laugh with his flawless impersonations. And, you know, he says in an interview that it's really easy to make normal people laugh, but like, it's really hard to make kalakars, like artists, 
it's so hard to make them laugh yeah, by using their own voices. I mean, just look at Surinder Shinda, man. Yeah. He looks intimidating. Like, yeah, just, he's super just, intimidating. And then, like, making him laugh is a big deal, yeah. I wouldn't yeah. even try to make him laugh because I'd, even I'd be laugh, afraid to even try to... His laugh is like... That's his laugh. Like, bro. So, you guys want to know, like... You guys know... Ro- anybody knows Roadways yeah, Diladi. If, you know, if you know Sudhu Skandar, you know Roadways Diladi. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, actually, I think the, the original song is, Mah- is a Muhammad Sadiq song. Mm-hmm. And then Sardou took it and kind of did it in like six, seven different ways. But yeah. there's a really cool YouTube video out on. Um, it was it was his first performance on Doordarshan, and that's what apparently like launched him to become like an overnight success. But mm-hmm. he performs Roadways Diwali, and he actually dresses a little bit like the people that he's yeah, yeah. in the voice. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so like you see him in Kuldeep Manik, like his traditional style, and then you see he like, acts exactly like yeah, yeah, yeah. He acts yeah. That was, like it was crazy. The impersonation was so spot on. The, I think crazy, the best one for man. me out of the. Out of the, I think the seven or so that he did, it was probably the Yamla Jab. Yeah, Jack, me yeah. too, man. That was yeah. so on point. That was, that was on, point. on point, man. Yeah. But like, yeah. What, what about you guys? Out of that, like, I would say uh, the funniest for me was uh, definitely Gulimonic. Uh, yeah. Like the way you know the little monologue that he does. Yeah, yeah. And then he goes like, Pua one, bot. two, one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he says Pua yeah, the yeah. Bot. <laughs> That yeah. was jokes. <laughs> I think that was definitely the funniest, but like the on point, the on I feel point like one it was, was la, yeah. large on the Yamla Judge. So, so that's where his like his big break came from, and like in the late '80s, um, Sardu was called upon to play Tumbi for a singer, who we don't know. Um, this we we've seen rumors, rumors that it was Qatar Ramla or could be, yeah. But just they say just a singer, who was recording for Chanjita Huja at yeah. the time at the HMV Studios. So during during a lunch break. Sadhu was just randomly he just randomly started singing for fun. Yeah. And the the musicians around him took took note of it and went and told Charanjit Huja. And when Charanjit called uh, called on him, Sadhu performed Rode is the Ladi. Yeah. And he Charanjit Huja was really impressed with his talent. And then the boss man. When Charanjit Huja went to the managers at HMV, he asked them if he could re- record Sadhu. But they were hesitant saying stuff like back in the day all, all these big companies were also not like just Punjabi labels yeah. they were like national India labels and yo like Janjit being Janjit yeah. he was like either a yes or no haan, yeah. janna, right and they were like uh, nay right we can't take a, we can't take a risk on this guy right so Huja was like you know what here's the address I'm going to record you myself and so they recorded roadways the Ladi. so Crazy. at that time there used to be a major channel in punjab called dur darshan yeah. i think we've i think back in 2000 when we went to india i think we they still have I, I think they still might have that channel they still to, have it to but be it's, honest. Not, it's, it's not, not yeah. it's not popping but like mom and them used to tell like me and gary at least that dur darshan was like the one channel yeah one it was the one yeah. channel yeah, yeah so it's it all they had to watch yeah very popular too yeah and on that channel was a show called uh, Ronak Mela and in the, pro- the program used to be around like 45 minutes and um, Sardul has gone to say that in, in his interviews yeah. that even if you got like three minutes of airtime you were a star yeah and the program host uh, for Ronak Mela Dr. Harjit Singh took notice of him and you know luck being on Sardul's side he was able to land around like 14 minutes Basically, the whole time. performance of that yeah. song, yeah. 
and the rest is history. Yeah, man. Road of Easy Lottie, bro. <laughs> wow. Crazy track. Groundbreaking. Let's listen to that right now. Dosto, ik stage utte Punjab de chhe mashhoor kalakar aaye hoye ne, jina de vich Yamla ji, Muhammad Sadiq, Kuldeep Manak, Surinder Chinda, Gurdas Man, te Kartar Ramla. Ena nu loki pramesh karde ne. कि जेड़ा मोहम्मद सदीक जी दा गीत गाया होया है आगी रोडवेज दी लारी ना कोई शीशा ना कोई बारी ओ सारे कलाकार अपने अपने स्टाइल च अपने अपने अंदाज सुनाऊं लो फिक्र पै गया गीत ही कोई है कलाकार छे ने एक गीत नु किवें गाणगे मैं दस रिया लो सब तो पहला आ रहे ने सुरेंद्र छिंदा ओ आगी रोड वेज दी लारी ओ आगी रोड वेज दी लारी ना कोई शीशा ना कोई बारी है नी गने रूट दी जारी केड़े रस्ते पैनिया लम्मे सुफर ते जाना फेंके लोग लम्बे सुपर ते जाना एक लोग लेनिया ओ भी भी बैरी जा चुप करके लो जी एना तो बाद आ रहे ने मोहम्मद सदी परम सत्कारियों के पहनों ते प्रभु ते बार वहाँ एक बीर बुजुर्गों पर तुम्हारे साथ नहीं मैंने हुक्म है तोड़ी सेवा दे बीच अपना गीता की रोड पे दिलारी पेश करा पर मैं माफी दरख्वास्त करा आज मेरा ना बीबी ना जीत का और नहीं आए इस करके मैं ड्यूट गीत नू कला नहीं गा सकता पर फिर भी ड्यूट गीत नू कला गा रहा सुनो भई आगी रोड पे दिलारी आगी रोड ना कोई शीशा ना कोई बारी आगी रोड बेज दी लारी ओ ना कोई शीशा ना कोई बारी है दी कहने रूट दी चारी ओ केड़े रस्ते पैनिया लम्मे सफर ते जाना एके लोकल रहनिया लम्मे सफर ते जाना एके लोकल रहनिया मैं वीरा लम्मे सफर ते जाना एके लोकल रहनिया लो जी इना तो बाद आ रहे ने कुलदीप मानक भाई एक गाला कहाँ मित्रों भी गाले आ के पहले तो मैं कैसा गीत नहीं कहूँ दाउदा आ सामने बैठा मेरी पुआ था पोते कहीं जंदा कहीं जंदा राउड भाई दिलारी का लोग आ रहे हाँ ध्यान देना तभी आप ही प्रीतम बुलाना फिर गाइए क्या सारे आ की करिए ना हाँ जी रेडी वन टू वन टू थ्री फोर ओ आगी रोड बेज दी लारी ना कुशी शाना कोई बारी है दी कने रूट दी चारी कड़े रास्ते पहनिया लम्बे सफर ते जाना है के लोक लेनिया लम्बे सफर ते जाना है के लोक लेनिया बीबी बैवी जा चुप करके असी तभी जाने हमारी मारी के 
That's jokes. <laughs> that's that's sick, man. I mean, you heard it from the song. Yeah. Yo, he's and too if accurate. You, if you watch the video, like uh, after you listen to our podcast, go watch the YouTube video. You'll see the way he acts. He does the Kalimonic style, like. Um, I don't even know he how to call it everything. the actions, man. Like he does everything. Even man. like Surinder Shinda, you know how he just stands there on the stage the, and he yeah. just sings the mimicry. Yeah, it's it's, crazy, it's on man. point, man. It's so good. But um, yeah. So after Roadways Ladi, he obviously overnight success. Like that's yeah. what happened. He signed up with like Janji Thuja, HMV, and then there were some crazy, crazy albums. Um, I guess we can we can go chronologically. Uh, was it Rilandi um, Dukan? Yeah. So. That I, one, that one was actually produced like it was, um, since HMV didn't want to do a uh, album with Sir Dude, mm. uh, even Chanji Tuhuja with a new, um, it was an interview that he did recently. He mentioned how with this one he he like actually with his own money he produced this album, right? Was and it Saga very, Records or something that they released it under? I'm not sure actually. Mm. I didn't I, I didn't see that, but yeah, that's what he mentioned. He's like, yo, this is like my f- very first one that I actually produced uh, with my own uh, money and shit. Yeah. And uh, man, Reloading the Khan, that's where it all started with like Amra Nuri, right? And then right after that in 1988, um, 1988, it was uh, Get the Beat, Get the Beat dropped. Yeah. yeah. Get the like, Beat, man. Get the Beat. Super iconic. Probably like you and I were talking about this top ten yeah. of all time. A hundred percent. Like if we were to like jot down like our top ten Punjabi yeah, yeah, yeah. albums, the Gita beats hundred percent in there. I mean, top to bottom. Uh, number one, you get some crazy music from Chanji Tahuja. Like next number album. two, you're not just getting Sudhu Sundar, you're getting his wife Amanuri on and some like, iconic tracks. It's like, mm. and those tracks still are, like bump today. The thing is though, it's it wasn't. I don't know if it was like a distribution thing, but it wasn't. Everywhere, so not everyone has heard Get the Beat. Like, I guess our generation, right? Yeah, right. Because like, yeah, probably the people in India, probably like our parents and stuff. But if you ever get the chance, I think now it's actually up on SoundCloud. But I would even recommend buying the originals. Like, if you can buy the cassette, that's um, the thing. That's the thing. Like, it's very hard to yeah. come across that. Right? It's super rare. I was fortunate enough yeah, to yeah. actually grab two of them. Same. So I'm just well, being, I got one of them. Man. I'm just being a little, you know, piece of shit. <laughs> but yeah, like with that, get the beat, man. If you guys have get the beat, please listen to it, man. Yeah. Like top to bottom, you'll see like why, you know, Sardar was, you know, like next the level legend that he is. But like, let's just talk about maybe some of our favorite tracks from the album as well. I mean, like Samrani Chawadis. Yeah, the iconic. It's been covered by so many people. Samrani Chawadis, Sone Yarda, Larjandi Akhyarandi. But for me, the the track standout track was Chandranavi Banya. And yeah. the reason I say that is because yeah. it just had like this different feel, man. It had this yeah like different melody to it. It was like oh, yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Unheard of. It was almost like. Um, I don't want to say it, but like it was almost like a, I don't know, Western type. Like, just it's, the way he sang weird. it, bro, it was, it was different. It wasn't like. It was like next level. It's something that it. Get the Beat in general was something that you didn't really yeah. hear at the time, right? It was like. Chanji uh, Dhuja was also introducing these new sounds, right? You could tell, like, the. I don't know what it was, like some next synthesizers. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Um. But for me, I feel like another great one is Bobby Baja Baja Hogi. Yeah, like that's the last track. It like ends the ends, the the great get the beat album, right? There yeah. was also um, 
Maji Malave Dwabi Diyan Jattiyan Yeah Which was later redone in uh, Sukhshindashinda's album Was it the OG's? No Maji Malave I have no idea yeah. He did like a super big toll intro to it and then Oh, Sukhshindashinda? Uh. It was a Sukhshindashinda album OG's Yeah, yeah So later in the 90s Sukhshindashinda picked up this track again I think you're right, yo. Um, I I, I want to say it was the OGs, but there was another album that I'm like conflicting it with. And that was also a Suction Edition album. Like it wasn't like you know how Suction Edition that did those albums where he had all these singers and yeah, he just like Men of Respect music? and yeah yeah oh it was Men of Respect oh. fuck yeah that's yeah. the one man it was on Men of Respect um, with like a, a bunch of songs that he produced like yeah, I think he had Kuldeep Manak on there too but um, yeah man iconic album. Yo, let's actually play uh, some tracks from these for, from Gidabi actually. Yeah.
After listening to these songs, were you? That um, Sadul was really a person who worked on his craft. I, I remember him saying in an interview that his ustads Gulam Ali and Chandni Tuja told him that every day, jad tak riyaz nikiti, ondo tak tu roti nikhani. Yeah, man. Yeah. Right? That's then, real, man. But that also translates to like the hard work, right? You could tell, like, it's not roti. Strict. It's not literally roti. But like roti as in you're not gonna actually earn yeah you know money like as as a metaphor as well you know earn your bread and so. he would make sure that he practiced even if it was for ten minutes while he was in the washroom <laughs> and and you know this just goes on to show you how hard he worked and how he perfected his his voice yeah so after get the beat there is obviously man a slew of albums <laughs> yeah They're crazy. Crazy. I think after '88 or '89, it was like an album a year almost. But like, I think so, yeah. I think what we want to call it was maybe the main ones, right? So like, f- yeah. for me, there was a, a really um, standout standout album, uh, Yari Pradeshiyadi. I had that track. It was a duet with Amarnodi, GT Road Deote. Yeah. It was. Um, I think it was actually remixed by DJ Sanj. Yeah, yeah, later, yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. It was. It was. Me that's and Sunny I... always used to think. So well, that's probably the first time we heard it in the DJ Sanj remix. Yeah. I think it's pure hip hop. Maybe. Uh, and actually, I was gonna play that as my sleeper pick today. Oh shit! Because and I was gonna also say that we listened to it before, but it was part of a remix. Yeah. From DJ Sanj. But it was it was using um I think a De La Soul beat. And, and it was a fair side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep uh yeah, keep yeah, yeah. Pa- no, no, passing right. me by. Yeah, yeah, that's it. And then yeah, anyway, so we used to think it was for some reason the Dar Sandu and Number Nudi because they also sang together. Yeah. But um, Sadhuskan is just sitting in, uh, sorry, singing in such a voice that it sounds um, not not what you're used to, I guess. It's it's like a deeper, almost like a Kartar Ramla style type voice yeah. that he's singing in. Yeah. But again, just showing the versatility, right? Anyways, uh, that song. Let's play that.
ਸੁਖ ਨੂੰ ਸਫਾਈ ਦਿਆਂ ਤੇ ਨਾਲ ਜਿੰਨੇ ਨੇ ਜੀਟੀ ਰੋਡ ਦੇ ਉੱਤੇ ਅੱਛਾ ਬਤਰਾ ਲਿਖ ਨੂੰ ਸਫਾਈ ਦਿਆਂ ਤੇ ਨਾਲ ਜਿੰਨੇ ਨੇ ਜੀਟੀ ਰੋਡ ਦੇ ਉੱਤੇ ਨੀ So that was a uh, GT Road Ute, a phenomenal track. Um let's touch a little bit on his other groundbreaking albums like uh Toli Mere Mushuk Di. Mm. Doli album. Doli. Doli fuck man. <laughs> Standout track that. from that was um Bear Khani. Yeah, for me, for me my favorite Pure Goze. For my track. favorite like my favorite personal favorite was Motiyan De Chot. Mm. I don't know if I butchered that One too. One of his signature, signature sad songs. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And he's crowned like Sunny said earlier, he's crowned like the king of sad songs, yeah, right? Yeah, man. And he, yo, he just had so much emotion in his his vocals. Like like I think we're going to list uh, we're going to sound like a broken record. Like <laughs> he's so versatile like, yeah. you know? Um sad songs regardless of even his uh, vocals like the music Janjit Hooja's music is mm-hmm. on another level on that too. I feel like Janjit Hooja as as the years go by his music gets better and better too. Yo, he right? ruled he ruled two decades. Yeah, that's 80s what I'm saying. Like yeah. that album <coughs> he snapped and then yeah. let's go to another crazy album that he dropped which was <laughs> Thor Pajabandi which was another crazy album that yeah, he uh, came out with I believe in 95. Well, yeah, so there's The dates are a bit contested. There's one that says 94. There's one uh, source that says 96, but uh we're now going to just quote true school because he said <laughs> 95. Yeah. Um but like this this album I want to say musically what an album. Um it had some standout tracks for me. Uh obviously the title track Tor Punjabandi and then There were some sick like happy vibes on on this album but also really serious sad songs like the one Motivinioni. Yeah, I was going to mention that. So man. deep. I think that's my personal favorite. But yeah. like that song like <laughs> yo, um I listened to that track the day he passed away. Mm-hmm. Right? And I'm running a lie, I shed a tear. <laughs> yeah, it hits different. Yeah. It's different, right? Cuz especially when the person's passed away and then he's talking about something like yeah. that. The song itself is so deep. Um 
musically, like we said, uh, Junji Tohuja just every year, just you know, he and, uh, the Vajin tops the it. album. Holy. Yeah. Actually, another track from this album, which was a very different track. Actually, it was like more of a um, Guali track that sa- that sounded like a Guali. It's called Ishke Da Case. Um, it was very. I would say it was very different. I've never heard Sardul Skandar actually sing like this. Well, at least me. I'm pretty sure that he yeah. put something out that, like, you know, was similar to this. But this was very, very, like, uh, it was a sick track. Yeah. Um, actually, if you, let's actually play that song for our uh, listeners. Sick like a lady, I'm more of a good enough for the Punjab. 
Another amazing album uh, during the 90s, Husna De Malko. The standout track from this album was Bidlo Ajanachana. Um, for those not from, like, Mitrana Bidlo Ajanachana. It was just the dance floor, like, banger at the time. I remember going to a lot of India weddings at the time. I was, like, six or seven years old. And, like, every single wedding, man, this track banged. Yeah, and another one, actually, the, the title track, Husna De Malko. Um, that's actually my mom's favorite track. And yo, for those of you who actually didn't um, take it in, the, I don't know if it's, what do you call it? The melody? The way he sings it? Yeah. Is it a tempo or the flow? Mel- melody, yeah. Melody. The, the melody of the song is uh, taken, well, this is original song, obviously, but Diljit took this uh, melody and uh, used it on uh, Jata Da Pajama. Oh, oh. If you guys take oh, yeah. that in, oh, yeah. if you like, right. kind of sense it, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah right. Mm-hmm. So he he took that yeah. melody and he and he uh, used it on Jarda Pajama, oh, shit. which was sick. I like somebody actually when I started folk and pangra, yeah. somebody told me about this. I'm like, yo, I didn't take that in. Yeah, sometimes it, it, it makes, happens, right? Like, yeah, it, it I, makes I mean, sense. this happens really often. And like Hosanna the Malk was another crazy album. Yep. Um, came in '96. Yeah, yeah, '96, I believe. Oh, and also, um, just a fact to put out there. Um, apparently, it sold 5.1 million copies That's worldwide. Crazy. And it's, it's his most his selling album. Seller? Yeah, wow. his, his most... 5.1 sold up. That's crazy. That's crazy for the Punjabi industry. Yeah, man. That's, that's more than... Like, that's what I know. read. That's what I read on a credible website. Yeah. You know? Okay. So I'm just going by that. We can trust it. Yeah, Anyways, sure. it's, a, it's so another nice fact. what's the website, bro? That's, I don't know. I don't remember. Gary, come on. <laughs> credible website. It is Could a credible website. It is credible. Like, I, I'm, I'm not going to go to some, like, a blog. No, because I, I, I remember, right. like, my parents especially telling me, like, how, how big of a commercial hit the song was, right? And, I mean, everybody knows the song. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Right? Um, let's actually put a few tracks from this album.
And then one one album that we really don't want to miss out. It wasn't really a Sadul Skandar album, but he had a really uh, crazy track on it, uh, Nakra '96. Um, it was the song Mitranu Mar Gyani Tera. And that, that track, was, that was one of like, in my opinion, one of the greatest Sadul. Another tracks. dance floor hit too. Yeah, and uh, I believe when it, when did it come out? '96, obviously. '96, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. And the, it, it, was, was, it was right around Husna the Malka. Like he was so big at that. And point. I'm assuming this was like playing. Yeah. repetitively like in the dance stories and the other thing in the 90s was I found when I used to go to like wedding parties you know how these days songs if you play them two years two years old two year old songs yeah 
they like seem out of date, right? Like people don't really get right, on the dance yeah, floor. Yeah, yeah. But like in the nineties, you could play something from ninety six and ninety nine, and people would be like on it because yeah. the the quality of releases was really high. Yeah. Um, there was quantity, but like it wasn't like today, or like like six ten six to ten new songs every day. Basically, I mean, but like this song itself was <laughs> like a timeless song. That's right. Like yeah. even now, if you play it now in the yeah. in the, the parties, yeah. people are gonna <laughs> snap, right? Yeah. And this is one of those tracks. Like uh, you have to, you have to mention this track. Yeah. So here it is. So I think we really need to mention our, our top sad songs, um, at least for each of us. Yeah. What the top, our top one was. Our favorite. Given Sardouskander and his emotional um, nature in singing, and like him being known as the king of sad songs, I yeah. think it, it would be good that we mention something at least. Yeah. So. Who wants to go first? All right, I'll go first, yo. I haven't spoken in a hot minute. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for me, it's a uh, moti andi choke. Nice. Yeah, we already mentioned it was a sick track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, my personal favorite was uh, Nazaraton. That is like a, a very, very deep track, in yeah. my opinion. That's also one of my favorite tracks yeah, by it's him, a, too. It's my favorite track, man. It's crazy. Um, like I said, deep track. The, the music and everything is great. Um, 
just the the delivery man like yeah. the the way he uh, different kinds of sort of up and down like it's I, crazy man i i think one of the memorable memorable ones that i know is a uh, tokra and it's from um i think it's from oskurine which oh, was yeah. released uh, it was i think re- recent, recent it was released in like 2006 i think something like that yeah yeah mid 2000 that's the most recent one that i remember and um yeah so then for me it was uh You know I'm going to go with Motvignoni. I mean we talked about it a little bit in uh in our the talk about the yeah. Rebendi but yeah the deepness of that song and the lyrics yeah, it's just it really hits it. yo it hits that the heart. Yeah, yeah if you're a really dookie person <laughs> it hits man, the heart. That's the song to listen to. Uh let's conclude with the recent um recent Sardusgonder uh, uh, song. Well not it wasn't his song but he featured in the track uh Molab with uh, Prophecy. Yeah. And I uh, mean it, it's so sad we were just talking about it like Yeah, a couple of episodes so ago. Like a few weeks ago it released and 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 like yeah. Susan Thunder was a little bit back on top of our minds cuz yeah. we heard him. And we were yeah. talking about how great of a yeah. the delivery that he did with the the whole verse man. It was yeah. crazy. And um obviously it's a sad song. You can tell um man. What do you guys what do you guys let's have to say about just, this? Let's song. just give it a listen. Let yeah. it speak for itself. Yeah.
So for this week's edition of Sleeper Picks, we decided to go with um, Sardul Sikandar tracks. Uh, personally for me, I'm choosing Aja Sonye by obviously Sardul Sikandar and Diljeet Neer, uh, produced by Janji Dolja. What a, what a great track, man. For this week, since it's a Sardul Sikandar special, I picked um, Agya Marasari Truck and it's from uh, the album Driveranda Akhara and of course it's uh, sung by uh, a song along with Amar Nuri as well. By the way, Mercedes is like the Punjabi, old school Punjabi way of saying Mercedes. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of messed up because that was going to be massively protracted too. Yeah. Until Wait, yeah, that was going to be massively protracted until Lobby. I didn't know you knew that track. Yeah, bro. <laughs> my knowledge yeah. goes, yo, you know what? Don't undermine my knowledge, right? I might I'm not, not know, trying to. I might not know all the stuff, but you know, some things I don't. Yeah. <clears throat> all right. Well, let's play that then. 
ਅਸੀਂ ਟਾਟਾ ਤੋਂ ਮੰਗਾਈ ਬਾਡੀ ਖੰਨੇ ਤੋਂ ਲਵਾਈ ਟਾਟਾ ਤੋਂ ਮੰਗਾਈ ਬਾਡੀ ਖੰਨੇ ਤੋਂ ਲਵਾਈ ਭਾਬੀ ਵੇਖ ਤਾਂ ਸਹੀ ਤੂੰ ਕੁੰਡ ਚੱਕਨੀ ਤੇਰੇ ਜੀੜ ਨੇ ਲੈ ਲਿਆ ਲੈ ਲਿਆ ਮਰਸ ਜੀਟ ਰੱਖਨੀ ਨਹੀਂ ਤੇਰੇ ਜੀੜ ਦਾ ਆ ਗਿਆ ਆ ਗਿਆ ਮਰਸ ਜੀਟ ਰੱਖਨੀ ਤੇਰੇ ਜੀੜ ਦਾ ਆ ਗਿਆ ਮੈਂ ਛੋਟੀ ਪਰ ਜਾਈ ਜਾਵਾਂ ਤੇ ਤੂੰ ਸ਼ਰਮਾਈ ਛੋਟੀ ਪਰ ਜਾਈ ਜਾਵਾਂ ਤੇ ਤੂੰ ਸ਼ਰਮਾਈ ਜਾਂਦੀ ਕੁੰਡ ਦੇ ਰਸਮਨਾ ਛੱਡੀ ਵੇ ਜੇਠਾ ਵੇਖ ਲੂੰ ਜਠਾਣੀ ਨਾਲ ਤੇਰੀ ਮਰਸ ਵੇਖ ਲੂੰ ਤੇ 
मर सरी रखनी जठा वेख लू जठानी लै लिया मर सरी रखनी Uh, my sleeper pick of this week is London Witch Baggy. Um, it's a part of Real Nadi Dukan, which was their first uh, uh, album. So this was their first album with Amir Nuri. Music by Chanjito Huja, and the lyrics was uh, written by. Swan Sivia, who's actually responsible for many of uh, Sardus Kandir's uh, groundbreaking songs. Here it is. ਕਿਵੇਂ ਪਾਉ 
sleeper picks so um, for me the sleeper pick is actually something that came out in the late 90s under Sikshinda Shinda um, if you guys remember the album Men of Respect they did a, a remake like I mentioned before of, um, of that track from Get the Beat um, again it was one of those signature Sikshinda Shinda sounds and I think it paired really well with Sardul's voice What's up, Lo? You got the intro ready, homie? Intro? Hey, Holmes, this holy terror. The music speaks for itself. For itself. For itself.
right, so a lot of work reviewed here. Um, I mean, 40, 40 years of Sudhuskandar, basically. Uh, it's again, it, it feels super sad to close this off, um, and, and, and like knowing that we'll never hear that that melodious voice again. But um, I think, like, yeah, well, all the tracks that we've mentioned that we've talked about, I, he leaves us with a great body of work, and we'll always celebrate his memory through the, through those tracks. Um, so just want to say, finally, I guess, thank you to uh, Sudhus Gandhiji um, for for being who he is. Or was. Um, so yeah, uh, I think next week will or next episode will start again with what we had previously scheduled, which was Forgotten Singers. Forgotten Singers, yeah. Um, so we'll, we'll we'll talk a little bit about uh, some singers that really just went under the radar, um, and then I uh, just wanted to remind you guys, like check out our episodes on the 2000s. We, we did a good review of the decade. It took us two episodes, but we got there. Um, and check us out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, basically everywhere where you can find podcasts, um, except YouTube because we're audio only. But uh, yeah, and, and follow our Instagram page. Uh, we're always updating it. Um, what's soon to come is probably some playlists on Apple Music and Spotify that kind of mirror our episodes. So you'll have like a reference for all the tracks we've played and some of the sleeper tracks as well. Um, so look out for those things. And yeah, with that, I guess the Pongra Huds are out. I'll see you guys next time. Peace.